Welcome to the VR Gaming Podcast. I'm here with Alex. Alex, how are you doing? Hi. <laughs> I'm good, thanks. Yeah, to explain this voice, uh, yesterday Alex and I played Final Space VR The Rescue, and one of the characters had this voice, and he was definitely the most entertaining character, wouldn't you say, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> Yeah, so I picked that character. We didn't realize uh, that he was going to have all the funny lines through that game. We'll talk about that game later. Uh, so, I don't know. What are we going to jump right into the games? Or do you have anything to say before that? No. You just you just get right into it, Justin. All right. The game I played the most this month was Far Cry. And if you didn't know, there's a you know VR mod with motion controls and it's and it's awesome and i need to have that video yeah so we're on we're on uh you know podcast platforms but also youtube so we have video now on youtube and there we go so here i am playing far cry this was the um i don't know one of the earlier versions with motion controls he's updated a lot since then so now now you have a left hand um you can, if he's, I don't know if you can tell in this video, when you, you can grab with your left hand and you will see a left hand like holding this handgun here. But when, in the older versions, when you let go, you wouldn't see the left hand. Now you can see a left hand all the time and you can do immersive ladder climbing, like physically climbing the ladders like you can in the Half-Life 2 VR mods. And he added uh, quick saves. So I played all the way through this game. It took a long time and it was hard as hell. I think... I probably had at least 200 deaths, but wow. part of that's because there's no, there was no quick save. You, you had to rely entirely on autosave. And so I just had to replay the same areas over and over and over. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it has quick save now. And he's improved the scopes and like the, uh, the tablet, which, or is it a tablet? What is it? Oh, no, no, the binoculars, the binoculars. And uh, I don't know. It was all this is. Yeah, this has been one of my favorite VR experiences. I I played Far Cry when it first came out. I don't know, it was like 2003 or 2004. But it, even then, it was really fucking hard. I never beat it. So I just I decided I am going to beat it this time. So I uh, I suffered and I persevered through this. There's you can drive jeeps and you can drive boats in the water and that's. That that's probably my favorite part, all the driving stuff, especially on the, the boats, because it, it felt like the airboats in Half-Life 2. And that's that's probably my favorite part of Half-Life 2, doing the airboat stuff. And um you end up fighting mutated monsters in this, and I love monsters and shit like that. And it gets pretty crazy. I don't know if there's something I left out. Alex, I'm, you've played it, right? Yeah, I played about 30 minutes just to try it out. But um keeps improving it like he's added like ladder climbing and stuff and like you say now you've got a left hand so you you're not just because before it was just like one hand unless you're two hand and a weapon otherwise mm -hmm. your left hand is invisible so yeah he keeps improving it and adding to it and, and changing it so i'm just gonna wait and see how far he takes it uh before i play through the game i might play through it on easy actually seeing, seeing as you said it's really hard on regular so might uh drop it down a little bit because it's you, you're supposed to be able to stealth in it but it seems impossible to stealth you, oh yeah you, the ai will like spot you from miles away and then 
once they spot you, they can obviously send in re- reinforcements, and it just ends up turning into a big gun battle. So, uh, yeah, it's, pretty, it's not an easy game. That's one of the big problems I forgot to mention. Yeah, you you can try to be stealthy. They're going to see you. Like, there is a, uh, a, a way to go prone in this game. Like, there's a button press for prone, and I don't know if that's the way the game, they, they designed it, if you're supposed to go prone a lot, which it's, you move too slowly when you're prone. I don't yeah, you'd, you know. you'd spend the entire time just crawling, wouldn't you? Be yeah, that boring. would be so boring. Um, and I don't know, I think you, you can physically crouch and the game registers as you crouching now. Yeah, I don't know about does, prone. Yeah. I don't know if you can go prone. Yeah, he said that if you lay down, it'll go prone in the oh, game. Oh, it will. Oh, okay. If you want to be that hardcore about it. Man, that would be pretty hardcore. Yeah. But yeah, I played the whole thing with my index physically turning the whole way. Not a single artificial turn the whole time. That's the way I like to play these types of games. Um, I could never play a game like this, like just seated and just using an artificial turn. But I think that's the way most people play, isn't it? From what I've, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, a lot of people do like to play seated and just uh, use stick turn and stuff. But I think it depends what you do for a living as well. Like if you're working a manual job yeah. all week, you don't want to be stood up on your feet. So I get it. Yeah, yeah. I but for me, that. I'm on my I'm on my feet more. Uh, I'm sat down more than I'm. So I like I make a point of standing up and you know, turning and stuff when I play. Yeah, I'm on my ass all day at work. There are guys at work that have standing desks and they stand all day, but I'm like, hell no. Then I wouldn't want to play VR if I stood all day. So. Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be healthy for you to stand anyway, so um, definitely even just standing still, it's supposed to be good for you. So I always try and do it. Well, I do it in VR, but I don't do it at work. Um, yeah. Anything else about Far Cry? No, I mean, it's an old game, but it does look, you know, with the, obviously, because it's quite a large open kind of world. It's not open world, but it's kind of open world. So it's just really nice to be in a game like that in VR with, you know, the the water looks great. Uh, just, the, you know, you're in a big jungle environment. It looks, obviously, like I say, it doesn't look as good as Crisis because I've been playing some Crisis before in VR. It still looks good, and performance is obviously a lot better than Crisis because it's an older game. So, mm-hmm. it's, if you ever fancied playing this game in VR, then I definitely recommend the mod because it's it's really well done. And one thing about what you're seeing right now, this is the that was binoculars and it had this you know black frame around it, and the scopes in this version had the black frame around it. But now the scopes and the binoculars are just like part of the world, so you can see the world around it. So that's you know more like a real. Real using real binoculars or real scope, maybe. Yeah, and what it's the same yeah. guy? <clears throat> same guy as the Half Life Two VR mod. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So what I love about this is it's so it's so lush and it's just a beautiful jungle. One thing I always hated about a lot of Half Life games is a lot of times they're just really dark and a lot of times you're you're just in like some sort of dark basement or you're underground or something. And these lush jungle environments are just awesome to be in, in my opinion. Oh, I agree. They do look great. Yeah. All right. You want to go to your game? Uh, Yeah. I've been playing uh, a new game, actually. It came out just towards the end of last month, which is Crossfire Sierra Squad. And 
it came out on PC and on PSVR 2. These PSVR 2 players seem to like it straight away, most of them. Uh, but a lot of PC PC players were, um, yeah, they weren't massively impressed by it. And it got ended up getting negative reviews on, on like launch day. It's now gone up to mixed, so they've been patching and improving, fixing some issues. Um, one of the big things is like the game's very arcadey um, by default. So the enemies are quite spongy and they have like hit markers and health bars above them and stuff, which is something you never saw in the trailers because obviously they took all that stuff off. Um, so I think that was one thing that was kind of a bit disappointing for a lot of people because it, they're expecting it to be more like a Call of Duty campaign, more a bit more realis, realistic-ish. It was whereas the game as it launched felt a lot more like an arcadey kind of time crisis almost type of game, where you've got these you've got these yellow markers on the floor which tell you where you need to go and then you can't really res you're re restricted you can't really move around much, um. But they've they've got this realism mode which originally you had to play through the game before you could unlock it, whereas now they've allowed you to play from that from start, which is how I've been playing it and it's actually uh I'm enjoying it a lot more. It's still obviously the same game. It's still quite arcadey. Like you'll get bombarded by loads of enemies that you've got to kill, and a lot of the times you the the levels can feel a little short where you're kind of working your way up to a point, and then you have to have this big wave of enemies that you've got to defeat. First three levels are really, really kind of wave shootery. It does open up after that where you've got like point to point. You're going through little corridors and stuff. Um, yeah, and on realism modes, it's it's a lot more enjoyable for me because. The enemies die a lot quicker, but you can die really quick, like one shot and you can die from a sh from a shot guy coming with a shotgun can walk around the corner and kill you instantly. So you've really got to think about being a bit more tactical. You can't just run through the game. You've got to kind of use cover, eat around cor corners and stuff to try and take people out quickly before they see you and stuff like that. So yeah, I think it's I think it's actually quite enjoyable and it's definitely a lot better than a lot of people make it out to be. The other thing as well is that um, it's not got full manual reloads, which obviously a lot of people on PC don't like. I would obviously prefer it if you could do that, but it's not It's not like Firewall Ultra where you press a button and it does everything for you. You still have to press a button to eject the mag. You still have to grab another mag and bring it up to the bottom of the gun. And then it kind of like does like a little animation to finish the reload off. So you don't get to you know, rack a slide, but that's literally the only part. The only part you're missing from the reload is actually grabbing you know the the top of the gun or pulling the the gun back to round you know put a chamber uh, pull a bullet in the chamber but everything else is still manual so it's got enough there's enough there for me personally where i enjoy it but obviously a lot of people are like hardcore gun nuts and they won't play anything unless it's got like full realistic reloads but other than that i think it's a good game it's loads of content as well because there's like 13 single player missions the story and then on top of that there's 50 squad missions with two-player co-op which me and uh, josh have just started playing through and some of them are, are like rehashed versions of the the single player game where they've redone things and you start at a different point it's still quite good fun and obviously co-op is is um obviously fun just being with somebody else and going through we just did a mission actually where you, you're kind of in a blizzard you can't see much, and then you've got these guns with thermal scopes on them, so you have to kind of use your scopes to see the enemies. They can kind of, some of them have got snipers, and they're like trying to pick you off, and you've got to try and pick them off through the snow and stuff. 
yeah, it's, 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 I think it's decent. It's definitely, and the more I play it, and the more I'm kind of going through these levels and opening up more of the game, I'm enjoying it more and more. So don't let the reviews put you off. If this sounds like something or looks like something you would enjoy, I think, I think get past the first through three missions. I think you'll definitely start to enjoy it a lot more. So that means you bought it if you're playing it co-op with Josh. Yeah, I bought it. I didn't get a key or anything. So, I mean, originally you were probably playing his version, then you decided, oh, this is good enough for me to buy. No, I bought it originally. Oh, you bought um, it originally. Oh, okay. Yeah, I bought it because I, I, I tried to get a key from the developer that never responded. So, and I just, it's not even that expensive, actually. It's like £22, which is what, $30 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Which, like I say, there's a lot of content there. There really is. Like, I think. Still not finished the single player campaign, but you're probably talking about five to six hours for that. Um, but then they've got the co-op missions, which you can you can play solo as well, so you can play them like an AI squad mate. Uh, so there's you know like there's fifty missions. You've definitely got probably I don't know twelve fifteen hours just for one playthrough of everything. Really, there's a horde mode as well where you can do like four player co-op, but I'm not really that bothered about horde modes personally. But yeah, I I think it's good. I think it's not it's not like the best game ever. I'd say probably like a good seven out of ten, maybe. Um, and like I say, the more I am, the more I play it, and the more these squad missions are actually really good. I think they're better than the single player campaign in a lot of areas. So I definitely recommend pushing through the first few missions if you don't like those because they are the first few missions are really you literally just walk to a small section and then you defeat a wave of enemies. Then it's mission over. They like take minutes to finish virtually so but once you get past those they do open up a bit more and so i would definitely recommend pushing through that part other than that i can recommend it personally especially at the price i think it's good value for money maybe i'll buy it then i usually don't i usually don't go for these like tactical military-esque things i usually like it to be a little bit weirder you know like half-life yeah like something you don't like realistic, like ultra yeah. realistic, yeah. Yeah, I would, I like I would try it on my account. Yeah, I could try it on yeah. your account. That's true. Try it on my account, give it a go. Uh, and if you want to do some, it's a shame it's not like four player co op on the um missions because they won't. They... But if you wanted to play, some oh, it's only two player, play with... not three player. So the, yeah, just for the squad missions, a two player, mm. okay. Um, but then there's a horde mode, which is, you know, just defeating waves of enemies, which is four-player. But the squad missions are where it's good. I would, it's up to you whether... You might want to play arcade. I don't know what your play style is. If you don't like tactical stuff, mm-hmm. and you prefer really. to more like... Yeah, you might want to stick with the more standard arcade mode. Um, because the realism mode, you will die. Like I'd, I'd die. Sections where you're going to die a few times to get through it, um, because you, you just... You know, you get shot by a, a sniper can take you off or, uh, you know, a shotgun guy can walk around and pick you off and you die pretty quickly. So it's definitely not a... If you want don't like tactical games, then probably just play the regular casual arcade mode and do it that way. Okay. I guess I'll go to the next game. Jupiter Grad 2. I played this through your account. Um, yep. So we both played it. I like the first Jupiter Grad a lot. And this one, my initial impression was this tutorial is taking too long. And I was kind of getting bored. Oh, um, on the little ship you're on. 
this dog. Uh, yeah, I, I was on a, I don't even remember a ship. I just remember doing you're a tutorial. Yeah, you're on a spaceship. If you watch the cutscene, it like explains what's happening. Oh, I skipped it. You're on a sh yeah, yeah, I figured as much. But yeah, you kind of um, you're on a ship on your way to the space station, and it's kind of just teaching you how to do the game. But yeah, well, I like it. I mean, I'm I'm enjoying it. It's I'm about an hour and a half into it. It's more of the same, but it's kind of they've gone they've kind of gone for like a Metroidvania style where yeah, you've got a map and then you've got to go to certain areas to upgrade your equipment to be able to unlock other areas that you've already been to sort of thing. So there's there's some backtracking, but so far it's not annoyed me. I've I'm fine with it. But I did an hour in it. I saw you did like fifty minutes. Um, I got I got the thing where you because uh, you get you don't know what this yeah. game is basically it it it's like a how do you describe it like a platformer sort of action game where you're it, swinging with these plungers like, yeah it's sort of like Windlands but with yeah. these you don't you really get pulled automatically like you would in Windlands with this one you got you you usually have to kind of yank you can but you can press a button yeah. if you push. The analog thumbs, stick. It pulls you, yeah, yeah, it pulls you up as well. It'll pull you up, but not fast. It's pretty. It's a slow yank kind of. Yeah, yeah. Pull. It's not. I prefer. I prefer Winland's method. I prefer the way yeah. that they pull you up automatically. With this, I find it's a bit clunky sometimes. Like getting through. There's more control. You've got more control over the uh, swing because, like you say, you can pull and you can. If you use both, you've got these plungers that you can plunge onto anything blue in the game so anything blue you can stick it to and then you can kind of obviously like the tethered to your hands so you you then you can pull it kind of flies you through the air and then you can kind of swing through the levels i, I do like the movement i do prefer winlands to movement um but this is still fun and you get these little jet have you got the jet pack yet? that's got the, little the most fun part for me yeah i got yeah. the the, t the upgrade where yeah it shoots that smoke or whatever out of your plunger hands and then you can fly through these anti-gravity areas and through the water yeah that's the best part yeah. so far you can use it to like control yourself in midair so like if you're flying through there you can kind of steer yourself a little bit to yeah. avoid because you, you you a lot of it's like obstacle courses where you've got you know things to avoid big big grind machines that can kill you you said Later obstacle course get... instead of assault course. You said the American way. This is more of an obstacle course. There's a difference. Oh, you guys have the two different. Okay, two different. Yeah, terms an, an assault course is typically a military military style. Yeah, yeah. Whereas okay. an, an obstacle course is just you're going through a, a, an area with obstacles in the way. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but. It, it is definitely kind of you just avoiding things and trying to get through the levels. The levels are massive as well. Like the areas are huge. Yeah. So I remembered when we had Simplex on, he talked about this game. He played it on his Pico and he said that he felt like the levels were like too long and then they made them longer just so that the, the game would uh, be long because the first game was too short. So, but not, I kept right. thinking that the whole time I was playing. Like this is just like I'm just having to go so far just to get to the next thing. So I, I, was kind of, I was kind of getting annoyed. What were you saying? I meant more like in scale. Like you feel like you're tiny in these massive corridors. Um, like the corridors, and you're in these, like on a 2D screen, you can't really see. You don't really get a judge of how big these levels, like they over, like when you're in an area, 
Mm-hmm. It feels like you're really small in a massive kind of. Well, that I like. Massive. I just meant that there's like the tunnels in between areas. There's like it's just too long. That's how I felt. I'm not. I've not found that yet. I mean, I like, I enjoy the movement. So it, it, to me, it doesn't really feel that too bad. Because like yeah. if you've got if you play something like Windlands, and the entire game is you just swinging around really, um, with some odd boss fights and stuff. Yeah. But overall, you know, it's the movement that makes the game fun. So as long as it's fun, then I I don't mind swinging through these corridors and stuff. Okay. Well, maybe part of it, Windlands, you're outdoors mostly, so. I found that more fun than being in the corridors. Oh, yeah. It's, this is more, I think Windlands is more open where you've got more, it's not as hard as this. I'd say, I'd say Jupiter Grad's quite, because like with Windlands, you didn't really have problems where you'd be getting killed and stuff. You, you didn't have saw blades have, all over the damn place. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to try and figure out how to get up to a certain platform, but you wouldn't have to avoid, you know, like obstacles and things like that. Um, whereas this is, straight up got traps and things you've got to avoid and lasers and stuff like that so it's it's more difficult i'd say um but overall i'm enjoying it i'll play obviously i'll keep playing it and play more but so far it's not annoying me i'm not finding it's padded too padded or anything at the moment i wouldn't say i'm not enjoying it uh i I might have already gone in with negative thoughts because like reviews i saw weren't good and then simplex didn't sound like he loved it so that might have influenced me um one thing I, I definitely noticed I didn't like is every time you got to a checkpoint, there'd be a door that's shut and it would completely stop your progress. Like you might've had a bunch of forward momentum. It would be nice. I think if the door would just open as you're coming toward it and then you could just keep going. I got really annoyed by continually being yeah, stopped. I've got a feeling they're loading the level in. Um, oh yeah, there you go. That makes sense. Cause it's, yeah. don't forget it's on the quest as well. So they'll probably yeah. have to only load so much at a time. So right after I played Grad 2, I loaded up the original just to compare. Right. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, uh, 2 has much better graphics. I, I, I didn't realize. Like, at first, I was kind of like unimpressed by the graphics. And then I, I was like, oh, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> They're definitely better. Um, but I think the original has like a better story and better sound and music. The music in this, of course, you might have turned the music off because you tend to do that. I didn't notice... I didn't like the music in this at all. Like it was just like very boring. Whereas I, I remember, remember the original remember. having like some really Russian cosmonaut type of music that I don't know appealed to me because of the theme. Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, it's definitely Russian. It's got a Russian theme, and you've got this AI bot that talks to you all the time with this. Uh, the Russian very voice, Soviet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's trying to be funny sometimes, and it don't really. It's not like funny, but it's trying to be funny a lot. But um, it's not it's not cringy or anything. I don't think it's just not funny. Oh yeah, but when where I quit, I I got I was like I don't know where the game wants me to go. And there's a map you can put up, like a 3D map that you can yeah. you can move the map around and stuff. And even looking at the map, I was like, I don't know where the game wants me to go next. It's the part where there's those water spigots, and you know I I turned one of them on. And f- for some reason, there's a giant rubber ducky. But anyway, I turned one of them on, and then there's like two other ones, and I turned them, and like, they're, they're, okay, they're showing it right there. And they yeah, weren't, yeah. no water was coming out of them, and I couldn't figure out where I needed to go to fix that. And that's when I just said, all right, I'm out. Um, I don't know if that's where you actually. are. What'd you say? Yeah. 
That's exactly where I got to. Okay. And I just you... I just stopped playing. I I just didn't. I'd just done playing for it. So I. But... It wasn't because I was stuck. I would just okay. decided to stop playing. I was looking at the map and I didn't see any obvious indication of where to go next. Yeah, they said something about you got to you got to find where the water the water supply or something, turn it back on or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I went all over the place. I backtracked a lot trying to find what they were talking about. Oh, I didn't even look for it, so I didn't. I didn't. Uh, yeah. I didn't so, get that far. All right. Uh, anything else? We'll go to your next game. No, we'll talk about maybe Ubisoft Two next week, uh, next month, if we've finished it. If there's anything more to report on it, whether we've enjoyed it more or less. But um, at the moment, I think it's if you like the first game, I think you'll enjoy the second. Yeah, but the first was more novel. If you already played, you know, like for me, I, I did a video of the first one. And uh, I remember being, yeah, it, it was fun the whole time. And I remember feeling like, you know, disappointed that it ended so soon. Yeah, I feel like you've gone into this maybe with a pre-idea of what it's going to be, though. Yeah. Which might not be affecting you, because like and, I said, I'm not feeling the same thing. But. And this has combat, which we haven't gotten to yet. But in this video, you yeah. can see that they were shooting at some drones and stuff. So. Yeah, I think that would be fun. Yeah, the original doesn't have any combat that I recall. Did it? Oh, I, no, it didn't. Yeah. It's a new thing. All right. All right, we'll go to your game. Next one. Yeah. Uh, What is Atlas? What's it called? It's got the full... The Atlas name. Mystery? It's called The Atlas Mystery. Um, It's a puzzle game where you... It's like an escape the room puzzle game where you're in this old theater... And it's a bit spooky. This kind of like haunted vibes to it. With weird sounds sometimes and creepy music. And you've got to just try and figure out how to get to the next section, really. Um, it's a very handsy game. So you're going to be put, you know, poking things, using your hands to turn things and picking things up. It's, um, it's reasonably polished. I think there are some times it was, things can get a little janky but overall I was picking things up and you know it, it felt pretty solid I didn't find it was too janktacular in too many places puzzles are really well done so you you kind of have to I think of some examples kind of like you there's one way behind the kiosk where you're you know where the popcorn is and all the sodas and stuff that you can get when you go to a, a, a theater or a cinema and um, yeah you got to do you got to figure out how to unlock popcorn machine and then you've got to put popcorn in the in the popcorn container but you've got to put a certain amount in but you've got to figure out how much you need to put in by looking for clues and a lot of it's just walking around the environment kind of picking things up reading things and looking for clues to figure out what you need to do and then you know it feels pretty intuitive there's nothing too obtuse where i'm like don't really know 100 percent what i need to do it's more just figuring out you know code or the this the weight that you need or the order that you need to put certain things in. But overall, it's um yeah, I'm in I'm enjoying it. I've not finished it yet. I've got to the point where I'm actually inside the like the theatre, the the place with you know where they play the 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 move the films and uh I stopped playing at that point. But yeah. I think it's pretty decent. The only thing I would say that's probably a negative is the, um, the graphics are a bit kind of quest. It looks like it's been built for the quest, so it's not 
amazing graphically, but it's still okay. And puzzles make up for it, I think, uh, overall. Uh, I'm really enjoying the puzzles, actually. They've, they've just got that right balance between being hard, but not like too hard, and you, you can figure them out, and it makes you feel good every time you figure something out. Yeah, I'm at the same place you are in that film room, and I couldn't figure out what, yeah. what to do, so I looked at a video of somebody who did a playthrough, and I noticed he did he was able to do something, I'm not going to say what it was, in that room that I didn't realize you could do. He was it was something involving one of the objects in there. I was like, Oh, I didn't know I could do that. So then I stopped the video and I'm gonna go back into it and then mess with that and see what I can figure yeah. out. Because yeah, I got stuck. I didn't and, do much of that room. I I, I, think, I think I turned the power on and then I just left and I'll, I'll go back to it. Yeah, so when this game first loads up, I was like, Whoa, this seems like really high quality and then the first room you're in, a lot of the graphics look really good. But then, yeah, 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 you go into like that. Um, some other rooms, and the graphics don't look as good. So yeah, it, I see what you say about what you're saying about kind of some of the graphics look questy. I think the yeah, it's just kind of like big empty spaces, and things just look a bit low poly, low like textures don't look. And like the popcorn, when you put the uh, scooper into the popcorn, it does, none of the popcorn moves, which made me think, all right, well, this must be not well, be what I'm supposed to do. It took me a while to realize what was going on there. Yeah, it kind of just pops into the scooper. It's um, automatically, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like I say, if you like puzzle games and escape the room type games, I think you'll enjoy this game. It's definitely well made. Um, it's just obviously visually, that's the only downside I could find with it, really. And occasionally my hands would get stuck in stuff or things would be a little bit janky. Um, oh, that's yeah, another thing. Some, Sorry. Um, That's another thing is that this has good physics. So like your hands collide with everything. And, you know, there's so many VR games where your hands go go through everything. And objects you hold go through things. Well, this game, yeah, there's full physical collisions, which is... I'm always happy to see that in games. Yeah, it, it feels better, especially when you're in... If you're in a game that you're interacting with a lot of stuff and your hands go through stuff, it can be quite annoying. Because um, there's one puzzle where you've literally got to like use your fingers to prod things and flick switches and stuff. So they've 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 done a good job with the interactions. It feels solid, like it's not a not simplified things. It feels like you're actually doing the thing you want to do. Like if you need to turn a dial or press a button, you don't have to like. It's not. It's you know you're actually physically doing what you need to do with your hands, and it feels decent. There's one. There's one puzzle. Well, the hardest room so far was this projection room, which is uh, where you're, where obviously the projector is to uh, play the the movies, and yeah. Oh, that's the room I'm edge. in. Oh, you're not in that. You're past that room. Yeah, I thought that's what you were. Uh, yeah, the oh, film room, like that, that projector room. I thought is the film room, but there's a no, no. I'm in the you know the main with all the seats and everything with the screen and. Oh no, I'm not there. Yeah, I'm in there now. Yeah, the the bit the that projector room is quite difficult. Okay. Uh, you can ask me after if you want to figure it out. But it sounds like you've already figured it out anyway. If you've looked online, yeah. But there's there's a puzzle in that with the projector, which was really cool. I'll not spoil what it is, but when I when I figured it out, it was like, oh, that's really clever. Mm. Um, and it just it was quite a cool little thing that they put in there. So there's there's lots of different puzzles that feel really satisfying to do. Um, and and overall, I think they've done a really good job. I think if they could get 
you know, some sort of art, 3D artist or someone who can do a better job with the visuals but for a next game. I think it could be one of the best VR puzzle games. Yeah. Yeah, I have a hard time thinking of uh, an Escape the Room game that's much better. Oh, I mean, it's that the... Uh, when you finish a puzzle, it makes a little sound. I don't know if you've turned that on in the options. Is it a ding? It makes It's the exact same sound as... Um, I expect you to die. So whenever you do a puzzle in that, it makes this like bring. Okay. Like, oh, oh, that. Been... Oh, it's the, that exact same yeah. sound. Okay. It's the exact same sound. Yeah, I thought that was quite funny. How oh, mm. it's literally identical. Yeah. All right. Ready for the next one? Yeah. All right. Uh, so, you did a video. I I downloaded your video where you compared Blade and Sorcery and Grimlord and. Uh, Battle Talent and Hellsplit Arena and Undead Citadel. Yeah, I think that's all the ones. So that's what we're showing yeah. here. So I hadn't played Grimlord or Battle Talent or Hellsplit Arena or Blade and Sorcery like dungeon stuff. So I was like, let me just play all these. So I was just going to talk a little bit about this. Um, so Grimlord, that, you know, it has a full campaign and it's supposedly like dark souls, which, you know, I, I played, I talked about a previous one. I played dark souls remastered in VR and I didn't like it. And yeah. with grim Lord, like see these, okay. The skeleton, not skeleton, whatever it is, zombie guy. They yeah. take so many hits. Like, you have to, yeah, I don't know, maybe tanky. not in that video, but like you have to hit them so many times. And then like even early in the game, they, they, they put so many of them like you have to run up i just ended up running past them all and i showed you the picture where i had like 30 of them yeah. chasing me you've got like a big army of them trying to kill you. yeah a whole army of them chasing me around because i didn't want to have to just hit each one i don't know 20 times however many times it takes and so yeah, i was it's, just it's the, yeah the enemies are very tanky so you do i think they may obviously been done purposely like so it, the whole thing with Grimlord is is it's kind of uh, it's basically Dark Souls. It's it's copying that kind of formula. So you're gonna get into these encounters. It's more slow paced. The enemies will like do big swings that you can kind of parry and block, and you're gonna have to hit them a few times. You can kill them quicker. There's ways to do it, mm -hmm. um, but you have to obviously kind of like figure out how to do it. But you you can't do like one. You can't like chop the head off with one shot or anything. You've got to there's always going to be a few swings to kill them, um, but yeah, it's it's not it's quite a difficult game actually. It's it's uh it's not easy. So, I didn't I, and I didn't like the demo either. I, in the demo, I remember I, I kept I did the same thing. I just ran from them all and just had all these zombies chasing after me. I, I don't know. Maybe I didn't play long enough, but I was running around in this the first little town and uh, there were archers and like you know like human archers and stuff. And I just couldn't figure out where the game wanted me to go, I think. And I just kind of gave up. Or maybe a horde of those 30 zombies eventually caught up to me and killed me, I think. Yeah, there's no checkpoint. Well, the checkpoints are, like, absolutely brutal as well. Like, yeah. you, you've got a checkpoint when you when you go into the level. And there's no mid. There's no checkpoints anywhere else. I think you've got to kind of do the level all the way through. So if you die, you have to do the entire thing again. There are shortcuts that you can unlock, so like the mm -hmm. doors that you can unlock to skip sections. Yeah, I did that. But yeah, it's you have to. Yeah, you, you're gonna have to repeat the same level over and over to get through it. 
Yeah, she's so Dark Souls in it. Battle talent I like more. Um, even though that's more of just kind of like a arena battler thing. There was like there's progression where you can unlock new abilities and new weapons and stuff after each one. But they did have these level things. I don't know, do they call them dungeons? So it's not always just a little arena. Sometimes you go through an actual kind of yeah. level. Yeah, there's procedural dungeons that you go through. Um and they've got like arenas where you've got boss fights and stuff. What I liked about that one was just like you say, the progression felt yeah. quite good. Even though it's a roguelite, you still progress through levels. You're not like having to redo the entire thing again. And it gives you random weapons. Well, not random, but it's like you get a level and it'll give you a, a. It'll go in and it'll give you a specific weapon that you've got to use and stuff. And yeah. So that was my I played, favorite. Then I played Hellsplit Arena, and that's the best looking of them all, but I think it's by far the worst game of all. Uh, Do you think? I, I thought Hellsplit Arena sucked. Like, okay. terrible. Because I was just going through and easily destroying everyone. I just kept going through each level and I would just be like, bop on the head, dead. Just go up another one, bop on the head, dead. And, just, it, and it was just the same enemies over and over and over and just really boring. So Yeah, I think the, the main thing with that one is the campaign is just, it's just wave, that is just wave based. And... It does take. There are other enemies like they've got like armor and stuff, but it takes a long time to get to those enemies, and so you you do have a lot. Of t- it is quite boring and repetitive to play through the campaign. Um, okay. It's one. Of, I'm I'm actually in the middle of making a video about it because they've just added mod support, which. Uh, oh yeah. I think it needs some work, but I think it's got potential to really open the game yeah, up. Yeah, we so. both tried that Resident Evil Four mod, and I thought it sucked personally. Uh, yeah. The the weapon handling needs work. It's it's got this weird thing when you move around with the character, your weapon kind of moves weirdly. So you, yeah, it, yeah, it needs it needs work. But I think like the potential there is the SDK that they've got with it is basically Unreal Engine. So you can make what yeah whatever you can make with Unreal Engine, you can make with that game. You've got access to all the assets, including all the different. You know, walls and, and textures and everything so you can make your own levels and you can make your own campaigns and stuff with it you can import assets from other unreal stuff and yeah it's 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 got the potential to be huge but it's going to depend on uh the community and there's a few things like i'll, I'll mention in my video which i'm going to post in a few days that they really need to improve but uh yeah overall i think it's like blade and sorcery it's got the dungeon thing now but for a long, long time, the thing that made that game what people enjoyed was the mod support. Um, so I think this could definitely transform the game if enough people get behind our split arena. I love flat of VR mods, but I'm just not into games where you have to use mods to make the game good. For like, I think it depends on the. Uh... Yeah, to me, I don't, I don't really care that much about sandbox stuff so if it's just like a map and you just like spawn enemies in i don't care mm-hmm. but if it's got like an actual campaign and a level that point to point you go through yeah. and i enjoy that which is why i've put so much time into half-life alex mods because they're just loads of levels that you like proper little mini campaigns and stuff so that's what i'm hoping that we see with the uh, with hell split arena because the potential is there for them and the potential is there not just for sword fighting like they've they've got little handguns and shotguns and stuff in there so they can literally make someone could make a third person shooter or 
you know, a mixture of shooting and, and melee and stuff. So uh, the, the potential there is there to be huge with the, with the mod support for that. So I'm really interested to see what, what happens with it. So then I tried Blade and Sorcery. You know, I have a lot of hours in Blade and Sorcery, but it's never appealed to me much just because it's, you know, the waves of enemies. So I wanted to see what this dungeon thing was. And that did make it more interesting, but it was like way too easy. I was just going through these enemies, very little effort, just destroying them all. I don't know. It's janky how, as well. Yeah. And I don't know how much there is to it because eventually I just was like, all right, I've seen enough of this. Like, is there some goal in the dungeon? No. You just get to the end. It, they're supposed to be adding some sort of some thing called crystal hunt or something, which is gonna oh yeah, wave on the main crystals, menu. and then you're gonna have to use those to like unlock weapons and stuff. I don't know. But it's, it, it, the thing about Blade and Sorcery is it's been out for so long and it's been so popular and so successful. I just don't understand how it's not progressed further than what it is because it's still. When you look at it, obviously it's mm -hmm. improved a lot, but the actual game itself still. Very basic, really. Like the dungeons are great, but there's no point to them. You're just doing it for fun. There's yeah. no progression or reason to come back to the game, which is, you know, it's not how many how many non VR games are like that where they've got no point to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When like, I was playing it, I was just like, why wouldn't you just be playing Skyrim VR? That's, that's what I mean. There's so like, much there's better. No, there's no. It's just weird how in VR for some reason people are fine with these really basic shells of a game um or if that yeah. was a other than like something like gmod maybe if that was a non-vr game people would be shitting all over it for the fact that it's not even really a game really yeah, yeah so then um i didn't play undead citadel, citadel again but i just want to say after playing grimlord battle talent hell split arena and blade and sorcery the dungeon then i was like well undead citadel looks a lot better to me now i think undead citadel is the best game of all of those I, if if yeah. between all of those, I would rather play Undead Citadel. Yeah, I like it because it's got like the story campaign. That's the main thing I like about it. And I have been back through it because it's been they've been updating the game, um, and they have improved things. It, it's got this stupid film grain on it, which I really hate. You still can't get rid really of that. Hope. Nope. Hmm. I don't know. People clearly aren't complaining about it enough, but hmm. yeah, I hate it. It looks just makes everything look a bit blurry and fuzzy. Um. So I've been kind of waiting to see if they're going to do that, but it's been a while now and they've not bothered. So I might just go back in and finish it. But yeah, it's, it's not bad. I mean, mm -hmm. I think Battle Tunnel is my favorite. Uh, and then probably Grimlord for me. I, quite, I still quite like Grimlord's combat. Hmm. But uh, I don't like... Hellsplit Arena looks great, but like you say, there's just not enough there at the moment. I be... went to the castle and I rode the horse around and stuff. It's like, all right, what am I just going to run over a bunch of zombies? I mean, that's what I did. That's what I mean. We've got mm -hmm. all this. It's, that's another game where they've got all the like the foundation there. If, if they could make like a really cool campaign, of, like you know, progression and levels and just a little bit of a story, it would. Be, I think it'd be great. Yeah. I really do. But as it is now, it's just so basic. You just go in, enemies spawn, and like you say, generally you can wipe them out pretty easy. So. I know I've been going a long time on, on this, but like since this is related, after playing those, I went back to Gorn. And oh. I would I would personally rather play Gorn than any Did of you? those any of those other games. Gorn to me is way more fun. It's funny. It's extremely comical. 
and I, I've, I have a lot of hours in Gorn. Even back when it was only on itch.io, I was playing it then. And have you played Gorn? I mean, see, there's a gun now that you can use. Have you? Did you play yeah, played, all, of the, all of the bosses? Yeah, I played through those, is it five bosses and stuff. I, I thought it was okay. Uh, I don't know. For me, it didn't really do much for me. Is it because of the graphics? It's, no, it's just an arena-based thing, isn't it? Where you just go in yeah. and just defeat. Well, so is Hellsplit Arena, and so so is Blade yeah, and Sorcery. That's, and that's why I don't Talent. play those games, though. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just comparing it to those. I would b between yeah. it and those, I would rather play Gorn. Gorn is more stupid and fun, uh, and yeah, it's and that's got like the five campaign kind of boss fights you've got to do. Yeah, I found I found that quite easy to be honest. Like Gorn's. You can just kind of. Did you beat the it. last boss? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm surprised. I, I figured you hadn't bothered because how you're supposed to beat him isn't very clear. Because if you just let those heads keep flying towards you, they'll just keep coming. Not right. It's been a while. I definitely played through it. I don't know. The spectators no. in the crowd, all those heads, they start flying at you and screaming. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. You yeah, you gotta you gotta kill the main guy. You can't. You can't yeah, leave them. but the way to kill some the main of, guy, the boss... it's not totally clear. That's all I'll say. Yeah, there's some some of the bosses were so easy though. Like oh yeah, they are out. easy. Yeah. They they come out and they like wobble about on the little legs <laughs> yeah. and and they they just they just don't really challenge you much and you can just take them out. Sometimes I take them out really quickly. Yeah. And it'd be like okay, that was. Easy. Well, there are. I don't. I haven't looked at it in a long time. There are all these like challenge modes or extra modes where you can change up how it is. You can make it a battle royale or or a royal rumble where all the enemies are coming in, all fighting each other. And it's there's so much going on that it's like some, I'm surprised. Even with this level of graphics, I'm surprised my computer can handle it sometimes with so much that's going yeah. on. One of those early VR games that really got a lot of people. I think they sold quite a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't really enjoy it as much as a lot of other people. Okay. Uh, well, you couldn't go nuts. I don't think your play space, where you weren't able to like fully go psycho madman. Well, yeah, when I had it, because I used to have a much bigger play space. So oh, you I, did. Okay. I didn't. Yeah, it's only now I'm in a bit of a smaller space. Okay. Uh, you ready for your next game? Yeah, what we're doing, Propagation yeah. Paradise Hotel. I have your video. Still haven't here. finished this game. Oh, you've got my video. Yeah. Cool. I downloaded yeah. a bunch of your videos for this one. Yeah, I've not finished it yet. Um, I've played another chunk, and it's still I still stand by what I said before, where it's, for me, it's the scariest VR game I've played. Um, it's really intense. The, in the first part, you just get a pistol and you can shoot the zombies and they'll go down but then they will get back up again you don't kill them whereas in this part i'm in now you get a shotgun and you can literally blow the heads off and then it won't come back so that that's satisfying to get rid of the zombies finally but yeah it just, just keeps on bringing me to new cool places like you go to like a swimming bath section uh you go into like an underground tunnel section where you're on just like crouched down having to the flashlight having these monsters come at me and stuff yeah it, it's it just keeps sw switching things up and changing things 
it's not been I've not found it like boring or repetitive at all. I found it just constantly just keeps switching things up enough to keep me enjoying playing it. It's just really good. The voice acting sucks on this guy who's on the screen now though. He's like Would you terrible. like to go into the elevator or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really bad. But the the female voice works good. The game, the the graphics are decent as well. Like I know it's a quest game as well, but I think it looks really good on PC. Yeah. The lighting's nice. Uh, the the detail on the like, enemies and envir environments is nice. Some really, I I got to a section where there's these massive fat zombies that come mm -hmm. at you, and that was they're, really intense. Yeah, they're pro wrestling. Huge. Oh, is that? Yeah, because there's a in the, Tweedle D and Tweedle Dum. Yeah, there's a, like a little uh, flyer which shows the, the yeah. visiting or something. Yeah, but they're absolutely huge, like massive beasts of a of a man. And mm. uh, yeah, they were tough to kill. And yeah, there's, there's like a, there's a, you go into a gym and then there's this big buff zombie with muscles and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, they've done enough to keep changing things up. And there's like these, there's one, there's one enemy that looks like um, the dead, dead space kind of necromorphs kind mm -hmm. of things with like weird arms and stuff yeah really cool really scary i love the fact that it's got a proper story and you're going through these levels and they're all different that's the sort of game i like um and we don't really get enough of so yeah it's not finished it but i'm still really enjoying it i'm recording it on my youtube channel because i find it's a good incentive for me to actually play it because i do it genuinely does scare the shit out of me and it's hard for me sometimes to actually want to keep playing it but um yeah, it's fun. It's a fun horror game. It's also very scary. Based on your video, you're good at it, so I'm surprised you haven't just beaten it yet. You're taking a lot of breaks. Yeah, I, find, I just find it really intense, and then I don't want to put it all in one go and on the channel. I like to space it out with other stuff, so okay. I'll leave it probably a few more weeks and then put the other part on there. It don't, it don't really get much views on the channel, but yeah. uh, it's just a way for me to force myself to play it and stuff and record it so all right I'll yeah but i recommend it oh definitely yeah yeah i was a tester for this game and then i played it again and did a video of it so the second time i played it i was able to go through way faster yeah um all right so iron guard vr this is a tower defense game in VR. It was on sale, and I'd been looking at it for a while, so I decided I'd get it. And it's it's really good. Uh, you hold in your in your right hand or left hand, whatever, a kind of a drone flying ship, and you can shoot incoming enemies with that. In addition to the gun turrets and stuff that you put down there, you know, there are flamethrower turrets. There are like elect like turrets that shoot electricity that slow down enemies and there's you can put up barriers you can there's all sorts of stuff that you can unlock that i haven't even unlocked yet there are rocket turrets and i can't even remember what else and it's just kind of you know your standard tower defense game but it looks i think it looks really good and uh i don't know i think there's like 20 levels and I'm enjoying it. I'm up to like level 10. The only issue that I've had so far is that in the options menu, there's an options for 360 degree turning, but on index, it doesn't work. It doesn't do anything. 
So I have to do their 45 and 30. And you can choose, you can click on something for smooth. So it's kind of like a, a snap and smooth hybrid turn. So it, it'll do, have you ever done a game where it's it's like snap, but it does it smoothly? Yeah, so it like, rather than just snap instant, it's kind of like turns you quickly. So you still yeah. feel like you're turning, but you're like turning to a new position. Yeah. And I complained about it. According to the devs on Quest, you can do full 360 smooth turn. So they're going to look into trying to fix the index issue. So I'll wait for that before I go back into it. But I'll definitely go back into it because I'm liking it. And another issue, though, when you shoot with your drone hand, you have to pull the trigger with every shot. You can't just hold it down. And that's kind of annoying. Um, right. And what else? Oh, one thing that's cool is that flying enemies will come out and they'll start attacking your drone. So I don't I don't think I've ever played a tower defense game where you get attacked. Um so they come they come flying toward your drone and start shooting at you and so then when you're busy you fighting them off, your hand around. Yeah, and you have yeah. to move your hand around to dodge their shots. And so while you're trying to kill them, you know, the ground-based enemies are are attacking are coming toward you know your ship or your whatever the hell their target is and like you can't help yeah. fight them off because you're busy fighting the aerial enemies so that's kind of cool um yeah, i don't know cool. i guess that's about it oh and there there are upgrades you know you, you earn money and then there's upgrades you can buy and you know you get special abilities like where you can drop acid or where you can drop bombs and stuff you know all sorts of stuff I can't remember what yeah. it was on sale for. It might it might have been under ten bucks. I can't remember. It looks nice. Yeah. So you ready for the next one? Uh yeah. Move on to the next All one. Right, this is your video again. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, I'm not gonna talk about this for long because this game it's called Paradox of Hope. It's a it's basically a metro. I know you don't know about Metro games, but there's a series of games called Metro, Metro, uh, Light, and Metro Exodus, three AAA non VR games. And the guy who made it is basically kind of copied a lot of the, the Metro kind of thing with the lighter, and you're in like a post apocalyptic Soviet environment. Anyway, the game got removed from Steam because, uh, he got a cease and desist, so uh, he, he hasn't said who's done it, but to me it seems pretty obvious that it's going to have been Metro publishers, probably, who have done that, because it is, I mean, it's one of the things where, obviously, although everything's his own work, I think there is something legally where they can't, can't be too similar. So I've, I've heard of uh, like cases where Companies have taken video games to, to court over games that have been too too close of a copy, and they've actually won, like with Nintendo and stuff like that. So he probably would have like a case against him. Um, so he's removed he's removed the game, um, and apparently he's remaking the game into something different, so it doesn't look the same. But yeah, it's it's a good game, but obviously you can't buy it, which is why there's not much point in me talking about it. I just wanted to mention. The fact that it's no longer available and it's been removed because of this issue with this uh, cease and desist 
with them saying that it's copyright infringement. So, yeah, I haven't tried Paradox of Hope, and I guess I never will. Unfortunately, no, unfortunately, yeah, because yeah, I have it on my Steam library, but apparently you can't access it. It's not all available on Steam anymore, so I'm still able to access it. If you own the game, you can still access it, but um, you can't buy it anymore, and you can't share it. All right, go it's next a one. shame. Yep. Right. So there's a first-person VR mod for this game called Tormented Souls, which is similar to Resident Evil. And so it was on sale. The game was on sale, I don't know, maybe $9.99. So I decided to get it to try the mod out. And you play as this woman here. And it started out promising because the first thing I see is this. Okay, that scene right there, you see there was a uh, a naked woman with the body of a Playboy Playmate uh, <laughs> in the tub. And you see her fully nude. And you're like, all right, we're starting out strong. And then you find out that you are that woman. And then she puts her clothes on and you start walking around. And first thing was like, all right, the performance isn't good. So I had to go in and kind of lower the settings to try to get the performance better. And then I'm walking around this room trying to figure out what to do and how the controls work. And you have like a curse when you go into menus, you have a cursor that you have to move around to select items, which was annoying. And you, I think you move it with one of the analog sticks. I can't remember which one. And I just didn't like that interface, the way that worked. And it was just really hard to control the clunky controls and I couldn't figure out what I was supposed to do. Josh played it and he got a little bit far, farther than me, but he said he gave up too. I think, what did he say? The controls are bad. He just couldn't deal with it. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't I think don't... it's a particularly well-polished mod or anything. It's just, yeah. it's one that I've never, no one really talked about anyway, but uh, yeah, it looked like, when I saw the trailer with that woman and everything, I thought, yeah, I'd probably like that. Yeah, you knew I'd like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I mean, it, it just looks like a cheap, janky version of Resident Evil, really. So. And in VR, you have to sit. You basically have to play seated and stay still because you can't physically. If you physically turn, your head's not going to line up with your body. Oh, it's, it's not one of those. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, okay. Don't, give it, give it a miss then. Yeah, I don't recommend that. We can go to your uh, next one. Okay, well, I I uh, decided to do some Skyrim, which is something I've not played much of. Uh, messed around with it a year, years ago, tried modding it, spent six hours modding the bloody thing, and then an hour playing it or something. And then I decided to make a video about the mods, and it's a lot easier now because you've got something called Wabberjack, which is like a software that you can download for free and then you use these lists that is people who've made these lists of all the mods that you can have which have already been tested and worked together and everything and then you can just download a full list and everything just kind of works so yeah i did that and checked it out and i put a few hours into it and i enjoyed it overall i thought it was pretty good and the mods make a big difference like you now we have collisions with you know your hands don't you actually have hands for a start because in the without any mods 
If you've got a weapon in your hand, the weapon's just like a floating weapon. You don't even have hands and stuff. Yeah, what you're then, seeing in this video is a comparison between non-modded and modded. Yeah. And you've got things that you can throw weapons and like retract them back into your hands, which is quite overpowered, but it feels really cool. VR. You've got a... Uh, obviously, you can, you can have like magic in one hand and then you can have a weapon in another hand. You've got bow and arrows, which work physically with you putting your hand over your shoulder and grabbing a new arrow and graphically there's so many different mods for graphics that change the game it still feels like an old game like it's, there's no getting around that but obviously it definitely improves things a lot over the original non-vr uh, non-modded game and yeah it, it's just uh, there was a there's a level where you, early on where you go into like a dungeon and you, there's a big spider to fight and stuff and i really enjoyed that section it's quite long and you go through these you know uh caves with a torch in one hand to light up the way and it's really good fun um the only problem i've got is I'd, i really don't like open world games much because you spend so much time and i'm just trying to get from one place to another and this this is the same thing for this so like i went to i tried to do the next mission where you have to go up to the top of this mountain and it takes so long to get to the top of the mountain i finally got there and i kind of got a bit bored with it to be honest with you so i don't know if i'm going to keep playing it but it's definitely better with the mods for sure. I have a hundred hours in Skyrim VR. I, I I did every mission I possibly could. I played it all standing and physically turning, and I just I did all archery. You didn't know mods neither. Yeah, no, I did graphic mods because I did. What did it, you? I oh. did it back when around when it first came out, and there were a bunch of graphic yeah. mods that worked back then, but nothing. There were no melee mods, of course, or anything like that. Yeah, because now there's like melee mods. There's you've got full body arms. You could, you know, like the melee's a lot better. The yeah, everything's better with the mods. Really, it massively improves the game. Um, I've been too lazy to to just install all that crap and go back into it. I'd be motivated if I hadn't already beaten the game. Yeah, but you've already done hundred hours. You're not gonna go back into it again. So I have Fallout Four is one that I need to go back into because the performance was bad when it came out, and I never went back to it. Yeah, I tried Fallout 4 with the mods as well because there's a, there's a mod pack for that and I hated it. Like, yeah. absolutely hated it. The mods, some of the mods made the game even like more janky to me. Like, the Pip-Boy thing with the menus and stuff felt mm -hmm. really shit to use. I hated using it. Uh, I had crashes. I had, like, you've got, like, this this thing where you can see your body and arms, but then sometimes your body would get like your arms would go all twisted and distorted and the only way to fix it would to go back to an older save and it was just it, to me it's just completely broken still with mods so i can't recommend what about the what performance it was fine performance okay uh, i mean obviously i'm running a 3080 so it was would better but yeah i just did not enjoy the game at all and the, and the mods to me a lot of the mods didn't work right and were problematic so Speaking of your 3080, like sorry. Yep. I'm thinking about buying a 4090 because you can buy them now. Right. Do you think that would be stupid? I have a 3080 Ti. If I sold that and bought, I got a 4090. Because I'm, well, reading, I'm reading that like I'm reading the 5000 series cards aren't coming until like maybe 2025. Uh, yeah, it should be a bit of time before. I mean. If you can afford it, well, why not? I mean, it's like nearly twice the power of a 3080. Yeah, I read it's so. like 80, yeah, like 80 something percent faster. 
but it's not, it's not like a small boost. It's a massive boost. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you you've got to be like, got to look at your PC case stuff because they're a massive unit. They're like, yeah, take three three slots up on your motherboard. I can't even fit one in my case. I'd have to get a new case and stuff. But hmm. uh, yeah, if you can afford case. it. I, yeah, you'd be fine then. I've got one of those small cases. So I'm not sure if my my power supply like there was, wasn't it like some special connector now or something yeah because it needs like don't you know like three connectors or something to the power it's like yeah you can get converters but you need a a beefy power supply as well and yeah it, I'm, I'm not gonna upgrade for a while yet i'm still fine with my 3080 i've not found anything that i've not been able to really run but um yeah 4090 is gonna massively improve performance so Bunch of these flat to VR mods, you know, they don't run great. Like, for example, that Tormented Souls, that didn't run well, but I wonder if even with a 4090, it still wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely going to be for mods because there's nothing, I don't think there's any VR, native VR games that you're going to need a 4094. Um, but yeah, it's the mods. And then, like with the Unreal Injector as well, when that comes out, obviously, some of those games are really heavy, like Jedi, Survivor, and. and Stuff like that are really hard to run. Uh, that's where you need probably a 4090 for that sort of stuff. Hmm. All right. Ready for the next one? Yeah. This is Final Space VR The Rescue. <laughs> this is the game that prompted me to use this voice in the intro. So we played this yesterday with Josh and... My first reaction was I was surprised at how good it looked. It's like it's cell shaded, but there's also like pretty nice looking shadows and lighting. Apparently, this is based on a cartoon that I've never seen. Um, you just but you, you just go through levels shooting at these robots and stuff, and there's some there's some humor in it. Mostly the humor's from the gay the gay alien. So I guess that's sort of like Roger from American Dad. He reminds me of him. And we didn't play as that white guy. We played as the cat and the girl. They weren't funny at all. But you get these different guns. You can dual wield guns. And there's a cool reloading mechanic. You know, I don't know. Have you ever seen a reloading mechanic like that in VR where you can make it reload VR, faster if you time it right? It's uh, Gears of War, if you've ever played Oh, is that. it? I never played Gears of War. Oh, okay. Yeah, Gears of War, same thing. It's like you press the reload button, and then if you time it right, you can reload really quickly. But if you get it wrong, then it's, it slows your reload down. So you can either just wait for the reload to finish, or you can kind of watch this little meter, and if you time it right, you can do a fast reload. It's it's quite satisfying. It's all button presses, though. It's not like... I yeah. feel like it would have been better if they did, like, a flick or something, like, yet to time or something like that. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it's fine. It, it, it's really repetitive. I mean, you basically just go through into a room, and then, like, loads of these robot things come at you, and then you just constantly just shoot and shoot and shoot then you move to another area but it's got co-op which is the only reason why we're playing it really um i think if you like the cartoon if you watch the cartoon probably enjoy it a lot more but obviously me and you and josh have never even heard of it so for us it was just kind of just the fact that it had co-op and it was something that looked okay we, we checked it out and uh yeah it's okay i mean i don't think i could recommend playing it solo it's uh no it's not good enough for that and you move too slowly there's no sprint and then we also had the issue where this one boss kept just 
freezing and we'd have to reload our last checkpoint. Yeah, we'd have to like make sure, we'd have to die basically, kill yeah. kill us, and then we could reload the next checkpoint. And that happened twice. I think it happened like three times because then third time we said, okay, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's okay. If you buy it on a sale, I think, and you've got some friends to play it with, it could be fun. But I wouldn't be rushing out to, to buy it anytime soon. And the highlight is probably the, the things the gay the gay alien says. So like, Make sure that one of you is the gay alien. Definitely. Because he's the funny character. He's got his tongue stuck out all the time, and he just like walks around and says campy, really camp gay stuff. And yeah. Yeah, he's he he made the game more interesting. Yeah, I'm all about homoerotic humor, so. Yeah. Who isn't? It's, uh, yeah, why not? It's it's funny. All right, uh, we played. We also played Walkabout, and we played this Alfheim Land of the Elves level. Mm. I Good thought level. it it looks nice, but not not that interesting otherwise okay it's not my favorite courses i think visually it's really nice um a lot of the courses like uh you can use like the out outer like edges to yeah, they're very run curvy the ball. yeah they're made so that you can like reuse you can hit the outer edges of the course and it'll kind of like run around the edge and fling it to where you need to go so that was kind of the main theme of this this one uh yeah we did both the easy and the hard one and it was okay. Like like this, like the the environments are really nice, but the courses were just average, in my opinion. Of the hard levels I've done with you guys, this was I think the easiest hard quest or whatever to get the new club. Was yeah, that... it wasn't bad. There was towards the end, it was there was a couple that were more confusing. Oh, finding but... that final leaf. Yeah, but the rest of it, we blitzed through it pretty quick. Yeah, most of them are a lot harder than that to get the clubs. Yeah. Uh, so what did Josh win both of those? Yeah, oh. Josh won both games. All right, all right. Uh, next one, Mount Wingsuit Two. This was on sale, and I had the original game. That was an earlier, early, maybe a 2016 VR game. The original. This one to me pretty much felt the same as the original. I didn't, I didn't play the original that much. Uh, so I don't know why I bought this. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I just I just I like know. to spend my money, waste my money. Yeah, you buy some strange games sometimes. You'll send me an email like, I bought this, thing. and you're like, why the fuck did you buy that? Yeah. And I, I just look at it and think, okay, you enjoy that because I'm not playing it. So you know. <laughs> yeah, like this looks thrilling, but to me, it's what I played. It was it's just kind of slow and boring. Um, I think this one's easier to control. I remember the first one being kind of hard to control and I had it easier. Right. I had no problems controlling this, getting, going through the rings and all that. But, how does it, how do you control? Uh, you have your arms out and you, you move your arms up and down right. and, and like having your left arm up and your right arm down would make you, would make you go to veer to the right and vice so versa. You got multiplayer. It looks like in this video, it looks like it does. I, I didn't know it has it. That would be cool if we could all, you know, fly together. There was yeah. another game like this that I got like years ago, and I can't remember what it was called. Rush. Rush. Yeah. I remember liking that, and that one was like a competitive game. 
Yeah, you were like racing. You were racing down to the bottom against yeah, other people. Yeah, you were racing, so that was fun. Whereas in this one, I was just playing single player by myself, so that was kind of boring. Mm. I think I'd rather just play Rush, to be honest. But yeah. Um, it looks alright. I don't know. I don't know anything else to say. I need to investigate the multiplayer, if that is yeah. a thing. All right, so last time I talked about Paranormal Detective Escape from the 90s, and Alex said he was interested in playing it, which I knew when he said that. I was like, oh, this is going to be funny, but I didn't <laughs> want to say it. But uh, I beat it, is all I'm saying here. I went all the way through. I beat the 80s, and I beat the 90s, and... I would only recommend these if you really like escape room games and you need need to find and if you like the eighties and nineties. I liked them, but I don't think you know, obviously somebody like Alex isn't gonna be into this. So I'd like to hear what you have to say about it. I didn't really play much because I thought the controls were really shit and dated and yeah. it didn't feel great to play. Yeah, picking up um, items can be a real struggle. Cause they they even, hi they even highlight just the movement. The movement, you don't have a strafe button and stuff, so you yeah. can't. I, I left can't a comment strafe. saying they, they need to add that. They need to add a strafe, yeah. That's annoying. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you have to get your hand, like, a certain distance away from stuff for it to highlight to then pick it up, and that can be really frustrating. Uh, They've not improved it because I tried the first one and then the second one, and it's the exact same controls. It's, like, yeah. still same shitty controls. So I don't know why they've not... Maybe people haven't told him, but I don't know. The, the controls to me feel really rough. And it's on Quest. Great. It's on Quest too, so maybe they're focusing more on that. Um, mm. when I was playing it, I kind of had the mentality like, "All right, this is a game, a VR game made in the '90s." <laughs> so All right. That's kind of so. That's kind of how it that's feels. The, yeah. Yeah, you were getting really into the theme. Yeah, yeah. I was role playing, and yeah, I'm I'm playing this on my. Sega VR headset right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, that's it. I don't. Do we have any other games on the list? Let's see. No, that's it for the games we played. Yep. So I guess I'll just go back. I was thinking about downloading all of these trailers, and I was like, Nah, fuck it. I can't download all this shit. Here's a list of upcoming games. Uh, Alvo. It's coming out September 14th. That's coming out, I think, on all platforms. I think it already came out on PSVR 1, and I think it didn't get... It's PSVR 1, yeah, it's coming to Quest. It's, I think it's out on Quest as no, well, No, it's on actually. PC, too. There's a there's a Steam page, too. It's coming to PC, but it's not out yet. Yeah. I think it's coming after PSVR 2 release. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's just another it's just another multiplayer first-person shooter. I, I feel like we've just got so many. going to have a hard time getting people to buy it i think i think they'll do well on psvr 2 because there's only really pavlov and firewall um ultra at the moment yeah whereas on pc and quest you've got like contractors you've got pavlov you've got onward you've got propagation what's that uh battle royale game population one and mm -hmm. yeah, you've got so many games to play uh, trying to get new people to, to populate another different game can be really difficult so then there's Gazzlers comes out the same day, September 14th. That's an on-rails shooter. Literally, you're on a train, and you're going, you're going, uh, you're on like the back of the train, basically. I don't know if it's a train or a truck, 
I think it's a train, and you're shooting at the enemies. You know, it it was on the like Steam Next Fest, and it was pretty polished. But right. that's not something I'm gonna get. Um, so then Hellsweeper VR comes out September 21st on I think all platforms, and that's yep. gonna have co-op. So that might be interesting. I played the demo. I don't know if I. It's not my sort of thing. It's kind yeah. of like arena thing in it, like where you just. Yep. Feeding waves of enemies. Yeah, it's in it's, an arena. It's like Sirento because it's from the same developer. Mm. So then I expect you to die three. That already came out on Quest, but it comes out on Steam on September 28th, and I'm definitely gonna play that. Alex and I were talking about maybe both playing it and like maybe doing a side by side. Oh yeah. To see like we're who gonna, like, who can level at a time or something. Yeah, yeah, who can do it faster. So we might well, do I that. Record it and then. And then upload a video onto this channel, and then. Uh, well, here's what know, I was like thinking. Um, you you'll record yours, and then I'll record mine, and then I can just maybe I can combine them. Yeah, that's into, what I mean. We'll have them on. So you watch yeah. one video, and it's both of us. Yeah. And at the same time, figuring yeah. out, see how how fast we figure it out. Exactly. And we can just put each level on, and and one of us can feel like a dumbass. See who who gets through it faster. Yeah being interesting yeah. and knowing that as well will change the way we play because we'll be like we'll be thinking about how fast we can do it rather than yeah. just playing it at a leisure so that could be interesting and we'll be stressed out i bet yeah more yeah. stress so then the seventh guest vr that comes out october 19th on i think all platforms there are already Looking been some forward to that yeah some um content creators got demo versions where they they did videos of that in October, yeah. Yeah, October 19th. October. Then I don't normally talk about games that were on PC that are coming out later to other platforms, but Vertigo 2 is worth mentioning. That's going to come out October 24th on PlayStation. Because yep. that's one of the best VR games. It is, yeah. It's Even great. though it's hard as balls. Even though it's got some balancing issues, it's still great. Yeah. You you got to the movement. final boss, right? And then you did, said, fuck it. Yeah, I never finished it. I went back in and had another go at it, but... Be asked. I, I it, just get frustrated with the movement. I want to move faster, and it, it annoys me. Like I said, I had to teleport. I had to teleport to beat him. Yeah. yeah, that annoys me. That's the only downside to that game. I think. I think if you could move faster, mm -hmm. a lot of those situations where you get killed wouldn't happen because you'd be able to get out of the way faster. So, I think if they put a faster, smooth locomotion option, mm -hmm. that game would be really good. Um, yeah. At the moment, it's just got a few issues with some of the levels but still so great madison vr comes out on halloween that's a horror game it's coming to playstation and pc so that is gonna looks really cool actually yeah yeah because it's not a quest gonna be questified it can have better graphics so that's cool and you're using like a polaroid camera as well like you take pictures mm -hmm. and that's like the in-play loop of you taking these pictures developing the polaroids and i'm guessing you're gonna see stuff on the pictures and stuff and for clues and pulls and stuff like that so it then vamp good. oh sorry what are you gonna say i said it could be good yeah vampire the masquerade justice comes out on november 2nd for uh playstation and quest no pc release so alex and i will not get to play that no not unless i play on the quest but i'd rather just wait and play it on psvr2 for when i get one yeah i could have a quest 3 then i don't know I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah. So then 
these games have been listed as like a fall release, so they could come out anytime. Arashi Castles of Sin Final Cut. That might be all platforms. I'm not sure. I know it's Steam. It's coming to Steam. Yeah. Then Ghostbusters Rise of the Ghost Lord. I think that's not coming to Steam. I think that's only PlayStation no. and Quest. Then yeah. Journey to Foundation, that's PlayStation. Then Stranger Things VR. I think they've only listed it as Quest, but they kind of said it like did... it will come to other platforms. Yeah, it said all major platforms, which, you know. Yeah, okay. I think that should be everything, really. But it might be a timed thing. Yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm interested in that though. It looks cool. Then the ones that just say winter are Asgard's Wrath Two and Behemoth. Do you say Behemoth or Behemoth? Behemoth. But behemoth. I wouldn't. Okay. I don't think that's coming this year because we've not heard anything about yeah, it. Yeah. I don't think. Not. I think that's going to be next year now. Then there are games that just say 2023, like Arizona Sunshine Two, Assassin's Creed Nexus, which is Quest only, and then Affected the Asylum. So mm. we have a bunch of games here that just could could drop any day. And we yep. got some new announcements for Max Mustard, which is a platformer that's like Astrobot and Lucky's Tail. I don't know what the hell Max Mustard means. The character is a girl in a yellow jumpsuit, but I don't really <laughs> understand why. Can you have a girl's name called Max? Maxine? Yeah, sometimes Maxine. Like, wasn't there a Max in Stranger Things? In oh, yeah, was, there was. Her, her name was Maxine, probably. Yeah, I think it looks that one looks kind of. I do like platformers in VR. Did you ever play that? What's it called? Ven. Yeah, Ven VR Adventure. I did a video, a full playthrough video of that. Thing was, for that, it wasn't really. It was just a platformer that was just in VR. There was no real VR to it. Yeah, and that's true. It was just kind of just a, it was just an average platformer, and that's what I've, I've not seen anything in the footage I've seen of this Max Mustard where it's like. Oh, they're making use of VR. Oh no, it shows it in that in that in the trailer. What were they doing? If, if the trailer, if I had, if I downloaded all these trailers, you'd be seeing it right now. But they're in the trailer. You you see that the the player has a gun. Right. Um, I can't remember. Okay. I think in the trailer they're shooting, but I can't remember what. As long as they've got some sort of cool mechanic where you're actually more involved, then mm. I think that's yeah. That's what Astropod does. So, um, yeah, yeah. It's got to be a lot like that, I think. I, I wasn't crazy about the graphics. They look kind of basic. So it's definitely Quest. Quest, yeah. But all they've said is VR platforms. They didn't say which ones. So I don't know. Mm. Then uh, Bootstrap Island. That's coming to PC only as far as I know. But we don't know when. And that looks very similar to that uh, Memories from behind the, Beyond the Coral Sea. But it's a roguelike. Oh, I wonder if they've... It's a game I want to look at. Uh, yeah, it's a roguelite, and apparently it's quite like a brutal. You quite short runs. I don't think you're gonna have like really long runs on that one. Yeah, you're on a desert island, surviving from the natives and stuff trying to kill you. It looks quite good, um, yeah. but I I just don't like roguelites. So. So then, Supersonic Fight. Have you seen that? That's no. up your alley because it's a it's a you know plane. Oh yeah yeah plane game. Uh, like a Top Gun type thing. Yeah. Uh, and and that's PC yeah. only as far as I know. Yeah. And then EA Sports WRC, that's also PC only. They're saying they're going to add VR support after launch. Yeah, I'm looking so, forward to that one. So that's basically what? Basically Dirt Rally 3? 
Uh, yeah, Dirt, yeah, it's basically Dirt Rally 3 because it's the same team, but they've got the official uh, World Rally Championship license now, so it's an official, which is a good thing because one of the problems with the Dirt Rally games is that never they didn't have a lot of courses, they didn't have a lot of tracks. They'd just like have like one location with one big track and then they'd split it up into two, reverse it and stuff. Whereas because it's an official game, they've got to have all the individual countries. So there's, I think there's like 18 different courses, tracks, more than the, the, the old games. And then they're going to obviously cut them up into small pieces for like, in, as well. But apparently the tracks, some of the tracks are really long, like 20 minutes just to do one. Holy shit. One, yeah. So I think it's going to be good. Hmm. I, I really enjoyed Dirt Ride 2, so I'm uh, looking forward to this one. That's one of many games I need to go back to. So I only played it at launch when the performance wasn't very good. If you get your 4090, then you'll definitely enjoy it. Yeah. All right. So then uh, Meta Connect will be September 27th and 28th. And there was a Amazon Canada listing of Quest 3 that got put up and taken down that listed it as October 10th for the release date Please. of Quest 3. And... Also, there's been all this recent recent rumors about something coming from Valve. So I'll put up this tweet uh, from Brad Lynch where, so a new Valve hardware device just received radio certification in South Korea. So the Valve Index was, was model name 1007. The Steam Deck was model, uh, you know, 1010. And then... This new Valve device that we don't know what it is is 1030, and it says specific low-power wireless device, and it's 5 gigahertz, and I don't know. Who knows? This could be a new headset. It could be a remodel or a refresh of the Steam Deck. Nobody knows, but a bunch of stuff's been happening lately, like in their drivers and stuff. All the, there are all these people that dig into these things and, and look for yeah. all sorts of things. There's something called a product named Galileo and a new product family called Sephiroth. So people are thinking something's coming out soon. And Tuesday, yeah, tu we... sorry, um, Tuesday, September 12th is steam's 20th anniversary. So maybe they'll announce something that day. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe during yeah. the Meta Connect, they'll they'll be dicks and drop something hmm. out of nowhere. Who knows? I hope they are working on something because I, I do I, I like my Valve Index, but it's four year was it four and a half years old or something now, and it's definitely that like people don't probably when you've got all these new headsets, they probably don't think about the index as much now. So I think. Bringing out a replacement would be great, and if it's got like wireless capabilities and it's a standalone possibility, so you can play all the quest stuff on there. Like, obviously, if uh, if all the developers can release the quest games onto the standalone device as well, then you're going to have another option for people with what you know with the standalone. And yeah, we'll have to wait and see because, and obviously, they said with the Steam Deck that uh, in interviews that they were basically looking at the architecture of the steam deck potentially a vr device so yeah it makes sense to put that and it's more powerful than the quest as well i don't know if it's going to be more powerful than the quest 3 the quest 3 is going to be like 
more powerful again. But yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see if they've got something because I really do want to see Valve do more than what they're doing at the moment because they're really not uh, pushing VR that much at the moment. Yeah, Valve said somebody Valve said something like the Steam Deck is very relevant to our future VR plans or something like that. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty. I mean, it's, it makes sense obviously if they've got processor unit and everything and they've got it all in the steam deck then they can reuse that same thing and put it into a vr headset so yeah. it'll be interesting to see what they bring to the table what they how expensive are they going to make it because and they make it a thousand pounds i don't know i mean that's you know that's a lot of money are they going to try to reduce the cost down and bring the price down or they're going to keep it the same price as the index i don't know it's going to be interesting I hope it's index price or higher. That's yeah. I, I want higher quality. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know what you're saying, but I do think it could be do with being a bit cheaper. Personally, mm. this, the Steam Deck's what three? Which is the three Steam Deck? Oh, there's different memory, what different like hard drives, but they start at like three hundred pounds or three hundred dollars or something. Um, well, the index headset is only five hundred something. So yeah. if this thing, assuming this thing doesn't need base stations, um, yeah, maybe it doesn't have to go up to a thousand. I don't know. Yeah, I mean the base stations are expensive. The index controllers are expensive, so, but generally things come down in price over time. You know, if they if they constantly making, if they stick with the index controllers, and they mm -hmm. just, you know, bring them to a new device, they could then you know inside out tracking. I don't know. It's with with, with Valve. It's just a wait and see, really, really, because we just never know what they're going to be doing. So yeah. All right, that's it. You have anything else? Any games we missed? I mean, there's on your mm. on like your Discord. There's always new games getting. We, the people put up like that Brazen Blaze, whatever that was, that melee fighting. Oh game. yeah, there's that multiplayer fighting game. Yeah, it didn't look particularly that great. It has a Steam page, I think. Toss just released, which is a great name. Toss, oh yeah. I'm interested that in that, but I don't know if I'm interested enough to buy it. I'm the same. I'm not like rushing out to buy it, but I'll play it if I if I got access to it, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anything yep. else? That's it. Nope. Okay guys. I guess that's it. Thanks for listening. Thank you.